Shalom, Hello, we're in a lesson on the topic of going above the arguments with the will to receive. We'll read selected excerpts. You can find the material in the study materials tab in the Arvut system. You can also send questions. Going above the arguments with the will to receive. Yes, in our work, this is very important to know how we uh, get along with our will to receive. On the one hand, the Creator must uh, make us greater up to His height. This means that He needs to increase within us the will to receive, which is the opposite of Him, so that we will feel ourselves how much we're the opposite of the Creator, and along with that, that we will be able to tie ourselves above our will to receive with Him, with the Creator. And then we are incorporated with the greatest will to receive and above it, the greatest will to bestow. And in that, we resemble the Creator. And therefore, our whole progress is above the will to receive. And along the way, we have to go through shatterings and, and the recognition of the shattering and corrections of uh, various kinds, to go through all kinds of different states. But all in all, the work is simple. Constantly try to be above our will to receive. That's it. Because it grows in order for us to rise above it, to cover it. And in such a relation to the will to receive, we resemble the Creator. This is actually our entire correction, the whole process that we have to go through. And therefore, we should also not hate the will to receive, but rather understand it, feel it, relate to it with understanding that it specifically is the force that shows us how much we're the opposite of the Creator and how much in that we can also resemble the Creator. And therefore, even though it is called help against, as it is written that it's not good for men to be alone, so we will um, create for him help against him. And that help against him, it is called... uh, Malchut, Chava, Eid, something which is the opposite to the will to bestow. And therefore, each and every person who is corrected includes within him two forces, the force of reception and above it, the force of bestow. And this is how we should try to constantly maintain ourselves so that we are incorporated of uh, two forces. We can't have one without the other. And to advance in this way, we cannot have one without the other. We cannot have the good force, which is more than the negative force, the bad force, because we can reach the good force only after we have the evil, and we get to know the evil, we feel it. 
This is called the recognition of evil. And afterwards, we then reach the necessity to be equipped with the good force above the evil. This is called love covers all crimes. This is what we will study together with these excerpts. We talked about it here and there, but here it comes to us in a concentrated manner. So go ahead and ask. It's an important topic. This is actually our daily work, and we will go forward in this way, and we will succeed. This work is very desirable in the eyes of the Creator, because actually by this we build ourselves in uh, connecting uh, and adhering and adapting ourselves to Him. I see you have some doubts. Yes, because why then Why then do we need to maintain both? Why don't we need to just cancel one of the forces? How can you cancel the bad force? Then in what way will you be good? By cancelling the bad force. So you need to have the bad over which you cover it and you make good. What do you build a good from? You don't receive from the Creator the good force. You can get from the Creator only this force that will cover the bad and will turn it into good. It will make a cover above it. Maybe I'm speaking in a way that's not very clear. Because we cannot, how shall I put this, we cannot be the Creator. We need to be like the Creator. And therefore, what the Creator did is He created the evil inclination, the opposite of Himself, truly the opposite and we over this oppositeness we need to bring the good force it's only a cover it's only the intention to bestow and then in such a way we will be similar to him similar, not him but similar to him what is cancelled and what remains in this process from the will to receive on the will to receive nothing is cancelled God forbid if something would be cancelled then we would not be able to resemble the creator 100% this is uh, considered that we will never return to him we will never be similar to him but rather what the creator did is he made the evil inclination precisely like the good inclination that he has, the Creator himself. And so then we need only to correct this bad, this evil, with the intention to bestow, and then it would be good. We would be like the Creator. We would be a dumb resembling the Creator. So still, something there is cancelled, otherwise what is called correction? Correction is that in the will to receive, we have the desire to enjoy, to receive, but with the intention to receive for oneself. This for oneself 
This is exactly the evil inclination. And we invert it to be in order to bestow so that we want that all of our desires will be in order to bestow to the Creator. And so the desire remains a desire. It's a desire to enjoy. But in order, for whom, for what purpose, this is what changes. So when we say we have to maintain the will to receive and keep both of them, what do we mean? We mean the desire itself. We do not change the desire and we cannot change the desire. But rather, just its usage that's what we change. That if there was a will to receive for my pleasure, for myself, that I try through the society, through the force that I get from above to invert it, to be in order to bestow to the Creator. So help me against D. Yes. What is it? The desire itself or the intention for self? The intention, the desire does not change. It's a desire to enjoy, but for what purpose? For myself or for the Creator? Let's continue. It's good that you have this question. It's a sign that you will understand more deeply. On the one hand, you have to love the ego as fuel for progress. On the other hand, it says the Creator hates the bodies. So, the Creator hates the intention to receive. Hates, meaning that it's the opposite of what He has. He has the intention to bestow is entirely to bestow. And the Creator has the desire to bestow. We don't know what the desire to bestow is. We are the will to receive. We were, we are, and we will be a will to receive, a desire to enjoy. However, we, what we, we can change what is the purpose for which we are enjoying, for myself or for the benefit of the Creator, in order to reach enjoying for the Creator. So we have between us, between us and the Creator, between these two points, we have in the middle a broken vessel. We are going to learn about this uh, vessel. How can we enjoy, instead of myself, to do it for the others? And then this world was created with all of the relations we have between us, with uh, people who give birth to children, and through that they can learn what does it mean to bestow, and they depend on each other, so they can also learn what does it mean to bestow to others in a corporeal way. And in this way, bit by bit, we come closer to these uh, concepts of uh, what does it mean to bestow. Moscow, okay. Okay, so Kiev. What is the essence of the help in the process of correction? That the will to receive feels that the quality of bestowal exists opposite it, that it is the opposite of it. 
and then it wants to remain inside of itself with uh, its will to receive and with its intention to delight itself. And now it sees that it has a force that is standing opposite him and can give him the ability to enjoy, but not for himself, but for others, through the friends, to the Creator. Soon we will go. Crossing the barrier. How, how, how does the argument with the will to receive changes after the crossing of the barrier? It remains uh, as it is until the end of correction, because until the end of correction, the will to receive awakens in a person each time greater and greater a new desire, and he has to bring it to the form of bestowal, and he has to achieve to attain the opposite force and to work in that way between his will to receive and the in order to bestow which he prays for and he gets from the outside. Okay. Ita 4. Buongiorno Rav. La domanda è come inverto il desiderio di ricevere nella relazione con l'amico? The question is how do I transform the will to receive through my relations with the friends. You work together. You speak together. About how do we rise above the will to receive, more correctly above the intention to receive, and we want to reach the intention to bestow. We talk about How do we feel inside that we are in order to bestow? What does it happen to us? What does it mean in order to bestow in our people, in the relations between us? How do we discover it? We scrutinize all of these things between us. Okay. Thank you, Rav. What does it mean not to hate my will to receive? The will to receive is not at fault. It's what the Creator created. And in the will to receive, there is nothing that is bad. We just speak in a way that is imprecise. This evil is in in order to receive, meaning in the intention above the will to receive. The will to receive, you cannot diminish it, you cannot break it, you can't do anything with it. The desire was created and this is how it will exist. It's just the intention within the will to receive that it wants to enjoy for itself or to delight someone, to enjoy from bestowing to someone, even though it is a will to receive, but above itself, it can bestow to others. The others could be the friends, it could be the entire vessel, the whole of humanity, and the Creator. 
what the will to receive feels is outside of itself. So we need to position ourselves in such a way that it will be clear to us where are we, where is what is outside of me, uh, the friends, humanity, the creator, and how do I relate to them? I learn how to relate to the creator in bestow. The creator does not exist, as we learned already. We talked a lot about it. He does not exist with respect to the created being. As much as the created being begins to receive uh, to accept the, the friends, those who are outside of him, as much as he accepts them like himself, as much as he loves them, connects with them, then he feels that indeed these are not friends, they're not people or humanity or nature, but it is the Creator. Then he discovers the Creator through that. What can be this be similar to that a person passes the emotion that he had for himself, his ego, his emotion for himself, if he shifts that to others outside of himself, then by that he gradually begins to feel the force of bestowal that he is establishing and to whom is he establishing it. And this is how the Creator appears from lack of uh, sensation to sensation. As much as I relate to others, with with my force of bestowal, I begin to see in the others the Creator. Let's uh, go to number two. We haven't read number one yet. Oh, really? Okay, go ahead, please. So, we are in going above the arguments with the will to receive, excerpt number one. Rabash. As long as one has not corrected the sin of the tree of knowledge, he tastes the taste of dust. The sin of the tree of uh, knowledge is that uh, instead of uh, in order to bestow, now he has an intention of in order to receive over all of the actions that he makes, and he has no choice. He always does things for himself. This is how we were born. Yes? When one wants to do this in order to to do his deeds in order to bestow, But if he tries to do something in order to bestow, then he has no taste in it, he has no power, nothing. He can only do it under pressure, out of necessity. This is called Shechina in the dust. That the Creator is in the dust, meaning the greatness of the Creator. Shechina is the greatness of the Creator, it is in the dust, meaning seemingly uh, there is no interest in that. He must not tell his body, called will to receive. In other words, he must not tell the will to receive for oneself that he does not feel any awe 
with regard to spirituality. He should not even discuss work matters with his will to receive, since he must know that no arguments with the will to receive will help him. Therefore, when a person comes to a state of being poor, he must only ask the Creator to help him and give him the strength to overcome it. This is a great rule, a very important one, not to stand opposite the will to receive and try to fight against it, try to break it. This is entirely an incorrect action. We can never defeat our will to receive. And we don't need to. The Creator created it not in order for us to break it, rise above it, to dance above it. No. But in order for us to actually discover how weak we are, opposite the, the will to receive, and ask of the Creator that He will elevate us above it. This actually is uh, all we have to do. It's just that our work needs to be persistent, consistent, a person with himself, with his will to receive, with the friends, with uh, the will to receive of the group, and to the Creator. All in all, all of our work should end each time that we ask of the Creator that He will help us, that He will correct our will to bestow, to make it greater and greater, upon the will to receive. I wanted to focus on the state. It turns out I have to treat my life where it's like a like an animal, never argue with the will to receive. I have a schedule, I wake up for the preparation, I don't think too much, or gathering of friends. Without thinking, I just come. And if everything just works according to the schedule like that, and I don't argue, where does the prayer come from? The prayer shouldn't be in that I, I keep it or I don't keep it. The prayer should be in favor in, in favor of what am I doing it for? My intention. What am I doing it for? That I'm doing it in order to bestow contentment to the Creator. This is what the prayer should be for. We need to put together a prayer. We need to put together the intention. The intention, the desire, we cannot change it. And therefore, what is upon us is to have the desire with the right intention. All in all, the Creator broke the desires. You know why? He broke a single will to receive into many desires. In order for us to be able to correct each and every desire separately. 
And afterwards, there is an action called Rav Pe'alim Yekabtzeil. And all of these desires that we have corrected throughout our whole life and all of our incarnations, and we, all of us, each one of us, in his life, in his corrections, all of this comes together. And this is how we reach the general correction. If I already argued and lost, can I throw that into the tent? Our work is that we are constantly asking for correction for our intentions. That is all. And the correction of the intention is, first of all, between the friends, that we will be as one with a common intention, and then from it to the Creator. It says we can't speak, but we to, to, can't speak with the will to receive, but we always do during a descent. You know that your, your friends won't understand you, your relatives won't understand you, so you think that you think this dialogue helps you. So go ahead and talk to him. What, what can I tell you? There is none as wise as he experienced one. Try to do what it says in the books. By this you will save a lot of time and uh, agitation. Rob, who am I and who is my will to receive? It, it it seems like it's really two entities in one. That is true. My will to receive is the desire that exists inside of me. I need to distinguish between the desire and the intention above the desire. And I am on the side. He is someone that um, well, the Creator gave me a certain point, like a, like a judge that I observe, I look, this is my will to receive, this is my intention, and the intention resides over the will to receive, and it compels it to do this and that. How can I invert my intention of in order to receive, to be in order to bestow, only by turning to the Creator? I can turn to the Creator only on the condition that I try to do it in the society, in the group, and I see that I do not succeed. And then with this whole bitter feeling, it's a bitter feeling, I turn to the Creator. So, uh, the I is this is an entity in and of itself, and the will to receive is in and of itself? Yes, you want to differentiate between I and the will to receive. What, is, what do you mean I want to differentiate? Uh, I'm myself. I, I don't know what I myself am. If you're speaking like that, explain to me what does it mean myself, I? Myself is me. There is a created being called me. Great. And I have the will to receive. Yes. That is true. So, you are asking of the Creator that He 
will add to your will to receive the intention to bestow. And then what? And then your desire will be in order to bestow. And by that you will resemble the Creator. It's just that the Creator has a will to bestow in Himself. And for you, you have a will to receive because you are the created being, but with the intention in order to bestow that you receive from the Creator. This is called a godly part from above. It follows that for every action we should build an intention. In the 10, we already had a discussion, we'll have one today as well, that, for instance, the lesson, we received some intention from it for the day. And how to make the right calculation uh, each time to renew the intention. You should think all the time about how do you hold each other, each one holding everyone in the tent, so that we will not forget that all of our intentions should uh, connect between us and bestow to the Creator. If we will not forget about that, if we will hold on to that intention, then we will succeed very quickly. Why is it so difficult to identify what is the intention if it's the only thing we need to change and we can't see it? because it resides over our egoistic will to receive. This is why it's difficult for us to cope with it, to change our actions so that they will not be for ourselves but for others. It's not that it's difficult. We're not capable of doing it. But rather, when we will try and try to do it, we will reach this fear. And later on, the decision that if such an inversion were to take place, it can happen only by the Creator doing it. And then we turn to the Creator, we cry out to Him that He will help us invert the will to receive to be in order to bestow. And then He does it. Focus group. I have many desires that push me out of the path, arising temptations in me. I'm not supposed to resist them? The desires themselves, they don't matter. You've checked the intention. Are your intentions in order to receive? Try to live in the intentions, not in the desires. And then you will feel how much this elevates you above your nature even in order to receive, when you will think about it. But you will identify with the intentions, not with the desires. The desires come from the Creator. The intentions, the created being needs to acquire. So how do I distinguish it? How do I identify my intention in my present will to receive? For whom am I doing it? 
So, it's always to myself, the intention. So then you have a room for prayer. So you already uh, discover in this way that you're not okay, that your intention is, is wrong, not the desire. The desires come from above. This is from the, from the shattering, the desires the Creator created. He created one desire, He broke it, and so on. But the intention, those intentions, you have to... You have to detect them and to see how they are all in order to receive for yourself and then to ask of the Creator that He will help you to invert them. What causes the will to receive or the intention to receive to drag me into an argument with it? Because because it's yours. This desire, it's yours. The will to receive grows a little bit with the intention in order to receive, and then you're in it. It controls you. Is there a way to prevent the argument, or it's natural? It has to has to be. It's on the condition that you, like a baby, you grab hold of the mother, attach to the mother in, in this way. Like uh, monkeys, uh, that's how they hold on. The, the little monkey holds on to its mother. If in such a way you hold on to the ten. Che relazione c'è tra l'azione verso l'amico e il lavoro di invertire l'intenzione? In continuing the question of the friend, what relation is there between uh, what the friend does and the intention of and trying to invert the intention? If you try to be together with a friend advancing towards spirituality, so in such a way you connect your powers, your your prayer, even if you don't talk about it, it's it's inside, it's internally. And by that each one has twofold of his force, even more. It's twofold and more because there's also ego between you, your will to receive is, is different, and therefore you multiply yourselves, and then you turn to the Creator, and the Creator hears because it's two forces wanting to connect and be together in bestowing to Him, so that's already useful, and that's true prayer. Здравствуйте, Раф, товарищи. Раф в отрывке пишет, что он должен лишь просить Творца, чтобы помог ему. In the excerpt, we read that he has to ask of the Creator, that the Creator will help him, that he will give the person forces, that he will be able to overcome himself. Как направить намерение для Творца? It says here that we 
I need to get uh, powers, forces for myself, so how do I aim it towards others? You pray for the friend, but how can you pray for him that you want to connect with him and together with him make an action of bestowing to the Creator? This is called one who prays for his friend is awarded first. That first you receive the strength from above, then you pass it on to the friend, then you both connect together and act towards the Creator. Does the Creator always give us an opportunity to help the friends in every state? Yes, maybe we don't understand it, but He always gives. Yeah. Moscow. If I may continue, you said in one of the lessons that the Creator is revealed when the friends reach our root and they complete each other. What does it mean to complete each other? Can we make it more precise? It says here, what is that state of the poor that he talks about and what is is the overcoming that we get from the Creator? That I always find myself in a form that is more and more opposite to connection. How to interpret the state where we don't feel any intention to receive? That's the shattering. We are results from the shattering. And therefore we only feel intentions to receive and not to bestow. And because these are intentions to receive and we have no comparison to make with something opposite, so we don't even feel it's an intention to receive. It's just our intention. That's how we work. Meaning that for us it is certainly built that way that it's for ourselves. That's how we're born, that's how we evolve, that's how we start our life. And our spiritual life, too, begins from discovering how much we are in order to receive. Give. We are talking about the fact that we don't pay attention to the will to receive, but we build an intention. But when you try to build an intention to be incorporated in the friends in order to feel them or to be incorporated in the Creator, then the will to receive disappears by itself. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We need the will to receive only in order to have an intention to bestow on top of it. And the desires, they come from the Creator. And they appear in us in ways we do not determine what the Creator 
reveals is what we got. What's important is how do I use the desire the Creator has given me. The Creator renews the act of Genesis every day, as it's called, meaning each and every moment I have new desires, and I have to try to install on each and every one, gradually, an intention to to bestow to the host. Whatever the host gives me, I say thank you, and I try to use what I get from him in order to bestow contentment to him. This is uh, what it's all about. Everything the Creator gives me, I say thank you. Thanks. I don't want this, I want to love you. How, how do you do that? By receiving the desires for all that He has given to you, all this world He gave to you, ultimately you have to receive that in order to bestow to Him so that you bless Him for everything, so that by your attitude to the world and to everyone, you want to bring Him contentment. How do you bring Him contentment? By, by that everything you receive from the, the Creator with whatever you are, you use it in order to bestow to everyone. What am I trying to say? That until I, I have the will, the power of the screen, I can't receive something not for myself. Ask. Ask, what's the problem? No, right now. Where, where are you going? Right now, start asking. But, but, but right now, in order to ask for the force of the screen, what are you asking for, really? You're asking to feel Him, to love Him, or to use the will to receive. What are you asking for? You're asking for force of bestowal to bring contentment to the Creator. Not in order to love Him, that's an egoistic request. Rather, you want to bestow contentment to the Creator. So you're talking about the intention, not the desire. You hear? Intention. That's it. How can I bestow contentment to the Creator? And I see I don't have that. How will I bestow to Him? Oh, and suddenly I begin to see. But besides me and the Creator, is there more? There's humanity, or the, my friends at least. Which he created, it's his. So if I bestow to them, by that I can bestow contentment to the Creator. So it becomes worthwhile for me to bestow to them as much as I feel in my heart that it improves and starts loving the friends. And I have to be certain here that the Creator 
enjoys me and am I bestowing contentment or not and so now I understand why it's called from the love of the created being to the love of the creator this is all clear dear Rav what is not clear is how is my will to receive related to this it's not part of this picture Without the will to receive, you would feel nothing. But we are talking about the intention over the will to receive. What do you want to attain by a specific use of the will to receive? Think about it. You'll have more opportunities to ask. Please. Quote number two. We must know that during the work, we must know that during the work, when the will to receive comes to a person with its arguments, no arguments or rationalizations help with it. Though one thinks that they are just arguments, it will not help one defeat his evil. Instead, as it is written, blunt its teeth. This means to advance only by actions and not by arguments. This is considered that one must add powers coercively. This is the meaning of what our sages said. He is coerced until he says, I want it. In other words, through persistence, habit becomes a second nature. Yeah, this is what we should know again and again, not to leave, but like little kids, they still want and want and want until the an adult would fall into despair a thousand times already, but, but a child... If you want something, he nags and and pushes and asks, and ultimately that's the only way we can succeed. So the Creator gives a good power to the to children, so they advance and learn in life, and we have to do the same in. If the desire comes, let's say, which is the opposite of the path, let's say, I want to get rich. Is this a sign that I didn't work enough to come closer to the friends? Or It's not a sign for anything. It's a sign that now you need to work on this desire to make it a desire to get rich in order to bestow. That's the sign that you need to examine how do you work with this desire in order to bestow. Each and every desire that appears, you have to check whether it's on the path, whether it leads you to the goal of life, and work with it accordingly. Say it again, please. How can we intensify, increase 
but not by coercion. We can't advance without coercion. We have to each time determine to ourselves more and more actions and states that are all aimed at connection and towards in order to bestow. So in that respect, it's 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 really coercion. But if we can't actually coerce ourselves, we're asking the Creator to do this work. The truth is that spiritual work is not hard work. We only have to ask. UK2. Good morning. Um, still on the subject of coercion, can you maybe, uh, you sort of answered it, but can you repeat who, who's responsible for, for the coercion? What is this action of adding the powers coercively? I am asking the Creator to cover my will to receive with an intention to bestow. So that He does it in different forms, I don't mind. And it doesn't matter to what extent, He knows better what to do. I only ask for that. I have desires to receive these desires always unfold in me to a greater and greater and greater extent. Accordingly, I feel intentions to receive on them that are greater and greater. And I ask the Creator to correct my intentions, not the will to receive, but the intention over the will to receive, so that it's always in order to bestow. That's what I'm asking. So the habit is in the request, and not the result. The habit is a requ- the request that I make my... Let's go to three. Except number three, Rabash writes, when the body asks questions, and what to understand everything within reason, we must tell the body, your questions do not interest me, since I am going above reason. This is the meaning of the saying that he looked at it and turned it into a pile of bones. That is, turning it into a pile of bones refers to its questions. Since when one goes above reason, there are no questions and everything is cancelled. How do, you hold on? How do we hold on to a state where a person decides to go above his will to receive, but he doesn't yet have the strength? Above his will to receive means above the intention to receive. Yes. Uh, no, 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 it's very important. Today we're being meticulous 
uh, and accurate about this from now on that we're talking about the intention. So again, so how do we hold on to a state where a person decides to go above his intention to receive, but he doesn't yet have yes. the strength to truly be in this? There seems to be like an intermediate state where... Uh, yes, of course, because if not in order to receive, he has no strength because that's how he evolved and developed to this day. So what to do? How do we hold on in such states? Prayer. Nothing else to do. There's no powers you have, of course, just prayer. You're in a state of zero. Now he has an opportunity to integrate with the friends. Maybe through them he can get some strength, and if not, then from the Creator. This is called from love of the created beings, connection with the friends. He can turn to the Creator, and through the friends receive from the Creator together in a shared way receive that force. Understood? Spain 1. Okay, Spain 1. Good day, Rav and friends. It says, If uh, we go above reason, then there are no questions and everything is cancelled. How can the question is, how can someone go above reason if he has no questions? If there are no questions, there's nothing, there's no way to go above reason. A person who comes to the wisdom of Kabbalah is not ready to go above reason. He doesn't even understand what it is, how it is. But bit by bit, after a few years, he begins to understand that that he has to overcome in order to receive and, and reach the same desires being in order to bestow. And then when he hears what it means in order to bestow, then he begins to realize it. How does he know? Because he sees, for instance, say me and the group, either I think for myself or for the group. And so in that example, me and the group, we can see what is in order to receive, meaning for myself, and, and, and in order to bestow to the group. And in such ways... I have the same confusion. Usually we ask to replace the desire. Let's say I want to play football and ask the Creator to want to disseminate instead or something like that. Or should I stay with my desire? The desire doesn't matter. What matters is the intention. Where the intention can be greater, which is typically on a greater desire, that's where what we use. We will soon start working with the, the desire, with the intention, 
and thus we'll get closer to building the Potsuf. But Rab, if like you tell all the friend, I have a desire to get rich, it hinders me. I don't want this desire. Or should I stay with it and actually work with it? You don't have to work with the desires. You have to work with the intentions. Start working with the intentions and then you'll see how you see a new world, a world of intention. Wait against each other. Yeah. USA West 2. What are the stages in inverting the intention to receive to the intention to bestow? Can you describe them? It's that I incorporate with the friend, and by incorporating with the friends, I draw the light that reforms, and it changes my intention from in order to receive to in order to bestow. All these actions, all of them, happen only by the upper force, but I have to bring myself to a state where the upper force influences me and changes my intention. From the Rome group, I realize that we need to learn how to distinguish between the intention and the will to receive, but can you give us an example of how we make this separation I don't know what to tell you. Imagine that you have something in your hand, something tasty, really tasty. Because to begin with, you're in a desire that is in order to receive, and that's why you identify that it's tasty. If you had no intention, but just a will to receive without an intention, an intention to enjoy, that is, then you'd feel no no flavor in it, not even a flavor. So you feel a flavor in something because you, you examine how can you enjoy what you have in your hands. So if you um, transform this intention in order to bestow, that's where the big problem lies. How can you do that? It's impossible. It is... don't know how to tell you. The mother has a great pleasure when she kisses the baby. If you kiss the baby, do you have the same pleasure? No. So it's not about the action. It's a matter of desire with an intention. So try to see how you change the desires, change the intentions, and transform them from this to that, from the guest to the host. Do a lot of exercises and it'll be clearer to you. We'll work on it. It's very important. Uh, it is agree by degree. 
From 86, is the work with intentions a personal work, individual work by the person? Both that and also inside the group. We'll, we'll go through a few more states. Yeah. A continuation question about the 10. So what is the work in the 10? What is the work of the 10 here? The work of the 10. When the 10 gives support because everyone is in a different personal stage of this work and therefore we support each other. Ultimately, we'll discover how we all connect between us, how we make a single desire between us, even though it's comprised of many desires. The more we have a single intention to bestow to the Creator, which is comprised of all of our personal intentions, and then we'll have what we call one man and one heart. Specifically, by being incorporated with many desires and aiming them towards the Creator, that gives us... Should read this again. Okay, we read it again from the heading The Need to Attain the Emanator. We must still know the lack that the intellectual soul feels. Let me tell you that it is the need to attain its emanator, for it is engraved in its nature to crave greatly to know its emanator and creator, since it feels its own existence. That is, it had been prepared by default to search what is above. So far clear. No questions. Next. It cannot be said that this lack is not defined in attaining its emanator, but that it rather pursues all the secrets and wishes to know about supernatural things and incarnations and what is in one's friend's heart and so forth. This is not according to the rule I have written above, that the internality of the matter is that which does not extend outside oneself. If it were, a lack for attainment would not be would be depicted only in its maker. But it is clear that only this attainment is an internal lack, which is not called an offshoot but rather an inquiry in the created beings is an extension towards others. For had there been no other created beings in the world, such as if it were the only created being, it would not have been pursuing to attain them whatsoever. But attaining its emanator is a deficiency towards itself. And this is its being. The fact that we wish to know what's up, what's done, what's uh, happening with all those things in all the worlds, in uh, outer space, these things 
do not come out toward the whole. The wholeness of the deficiency is when a person yearns for attaining the emanator. But attaining the emanator is a deficiency unto it towards itself. And this is its being. This is very important. That is, it feels itself as an emanated being. All its events aim towards that. And this is the deficiency that it feels that it will be able to attain its emanator. It will be extended, that it perceives or feels this vision, we can accurately measure the size of its own body. Yes, meaning eventually in our development, what we go through is all kinds of forms of development where we wish to explore the space around us, everything, until we eventually come to a desire to attain our emanator, which is the highest deficiency. And eventually it is revealed... What did you want to ask about this matter of focusing on this internal desire, the desire to attain the emanator specifically? How can a person focus on that and not go after all of the other external temptations? The Creator gives you an opportunity, meaning He awakens in a person a desire towards Him, toward the Creator. And then a person has to try and grow this desire with the help of the society, with the, the Arvut, as we learned about it. The point in the heart, or the question of what is the purpose of life, these are also desires that stem from the desire to attain the emanator? Yes, that's exactly the center of the point of the heart. Or it's con- this connection of intentions when I wish to bestow to him, he wants to bestow to me. And we make the calculation. Is there any a different taste there, the taste of pleasure that's different? Of course. There I taste how much can I give the host, how much can I, or how can I delight, and what kind of pleasures do I get out of delighting the host? Meaning, it's not about how much light do I receive, but it's about who am I receiving from or who am I giving to. Meaning that the greater the host is in the eyes of the receiver of the created being, the greater the pleasure he gets. Uh, It all multiplies. Meaning, either you get a piece of, you get a part of the shop, Uh, you get something from the shop, or it's something that you get from your baby that comes up to you and gives it to you. 
How greater, how much greater your pleasure is when you receive it from your baby. Suppose it's that same piece of cake, but it's multiplied by the relationship that you have with your baby. And therefore, what we say is that when we receive in order to bestow, then our pleasure is 620 times greater than the initial desire itself, than the initial pleasure itself. Because by rejection, we come to sympathize, identify with the Creator. Nevertheless, I have this cake that a dear person is giving me. I have my love for him, and I have this greatness. So the, the cake disappears in his greatness? No, no. There needs to be something, some crumb, something. But all the rest... This is already the greatness of the Creator in your eyes. I want to understand the connection of this crumb with the greatness. Connect or only the greatness remains above the taste of this crumb. The crumb too needs to exist, otherwise there will be no connection between the Creator and the created being. They need to connect around something material, some, some, something physical in this world, and to reach the highest degree. And all throughout the latter, they feel themselves from the smallest degree to the highest one that below is the nature of the created being, Above that, there is the nature. So that that's what happens here. And then I can have the same screen not detain the, the direct light as a result of my action? No, because then it's going to be in order to receive. So what to do? So it won't be in order to receive? So you hold on to the restriction saying I can't receive in this way, but I'm willing to do it only in order to bestow, in order to bestow, meaning that I make a zivugdaka. I don't receive for myself. And I calculate how much can I receive pleasure in order to bestow to you. All this you can do in the ten only, not alone. You can't learn how to do it unless it's in the ten. You need a minimum of two. Minimum. PT 35. So only when we see the host is great, we can receive the light? Yes. How to build his image so it will be before us? You have a group? Yes. In it you build the image.